You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and I know so many of our listeners don't live in the local area, but if you do live in the local area, then you are going to be able to relate so hard to something I'm about to tell you. It is so rare that we have amazing people through here. I'm like, I don't know what that's about because it's a beautiful location or whatever. But anytime someone moves here and they're just like immediately, you know how you pick up, pick up good vibes from someone. You just like want to pull them into your circle and be like, you're never leaving. That is our guest today. <laughs> I am so excited to welcome Luisa Alvarez to the show. She is um, in her uh, day, day job. She's the digital marketing director at Step One Automotive Group. And then she wears so many hats. She's an entrepreneur, a mentor, a marketing maven. She owns her own business. She's got so many things going on and I absolutely adore her. Welcome Luisa, but please teach us how to pronounce your name correctly. Thank you so much, Chantel. It's such a pleasure to be here. And it's Luisara. Mm-hmm. Um, but Louisa for short. So whatever works best and whatever is easier, I'm fine with. We were um, talking about you all great, of course, in the office the other day. <laughs> and Nicole was teaching us how to pronounce your name. <laughs> I like, well, I love Nicole. So I appreciate her for that. <laughs> and I was like, we will get it. Uh, but Louisa, what a beautiful name. And you. you're just an amazing human. We're so glad that you're here. You and I connected, uh, we got to work together a little bit, but the first, maybe it's because you're a foodie and I'm a foodie, but French food, <laughs> it was like we're bonded for life. Yes. Those croissants. <laughs> it's, there's something about croissants that just brings people together. <laughs> there it is. It's like, oh, let's be best friends. You're like, sure. And there's like all the sensory happiness going on, but we really connected and I loved everything that you told me about yourself so much so that I was like, we have to have you on the pod because I feel like there are so many, not just women, but just so many people who are merging into our field that Mm -hmm. could really use some mentorship, could really use some, you know, just guidance into the fact that what we do is a career, is a science. It's a beautiful science. And it, it really, a lot of the times is not viewed that way. So I loved a lot of the things that you and I talked about. And I think so many of our listeners would benefit, but could you tell us a little bit about your journey, your background? Of course. So I always attribute just my passion for mentorship and wanting to give back to the community, to my mom. Growing up, my mom was a single mom, three kids, and I'm actually the only girl. So I have two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. Um, So I'm kind of like the sandwich that what I like to think holds the family together. (laughs) And um, I'm always, exactly. I'm like the only girl. I'm like, it's all about me. But my mom would always take us to charity events. She used to work at, you know, local community center um, and they would do different like walks and food banks. She would take us to like the homeless shelter. I used to volunteer at like an elderly community home. So for her, it was just really important for us to understand the importance of giving back. And in those times, I remember she would say, we can't financially give back because we don't have those resources. But what we do have is time. So if you have nothing else to give, if you can't give financially, you can give your time. And I think that sometimes what people don't realize is that 
a lot of organizations and just people value time over money because the time is the one thing you don't get back. So if you value a charity, a person enough to spend and share your time with them, I think that speaks volumes over being able to just like write a check and, and you know, toss it off, I guess, to like that, that donation or, or that charity. But um, time for my mom was always really valuable. And I remember that she always instilled that in us to, to give back our time. So that's for me why it's always been important to give back to charities and then also to spend time with people that I value that I want to kind of like pour myself into because so many people in turn have poured into me um, to allow me to become the person that I am today. I love that. And, you know, you're so right. It's like we have um, relevant talent and skills and there are so many things when I, I think when people think of philanthropic endeavors, we immediately think of like, well, I just don't have the money, the access to money. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually one of the ways we built the agency was we didn't have, we couldn't sponsor anything right? But we could serve in nonprofit capacities and offer our talent. And that just really put us on the map in this community. And now is just kind of a core value. You know, it really, yeah. it really is a core value. So you and I have talked a little bit about being first-generation American, right? And the challenges that come with that. And I would say in this area, we, we have limited diversity. And so it's really up to us, I think, to educate, be open, be transparent about our struggles. I mean, what are, I'm not saying that this is the only challenge you face in your career, but I know this is one that you and I have talked about and please feel free to address it or no, but is the, has that been a challenge for you? And what have been some other challenges as you, you know, embarked on this entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, I definitely think that being first generation has both benefited, but there have been challenges along the way because unfortunately um, there's certain stigmas that just, you know, come, I think a lot of times people, have perceptions of our communities that aren't necessarily true because what's always true is you have that one bad experience and that's what you'll always remember you'll forget everything good that comes with anything like if you go out to dinner you have that one bad experience that's the only memory you'll have of the restaurant no matter how many good ones you've had since and I think it's the same thing with cultural if you have one bad experience with a culture group then you almost feel like that's what you'll always get with everyone But for me, it's always just been really important to not only stand in my light and stand as a strong first-generation Dominican-American, but to always be proud of my heritage. I've never been ashamed to say that I come from two immigrant parents. I've never been ashamed to say that I was raised by a single parent. Like I think it's important to own who you are as a person because it only allows others to be more receptive to you because they see that you're owning your light and you're owning your power. And then it just kind of allows people to value you as a person and respect you. So what I always say is like, you cannot approach me and speak poorly of other females because I am the biggest girl's girl. I am all about female empowerment and continuing to move the needle forward, not just for myself, but for all of the young girls that are coming in behind me, whether it's in this career or any other career. So how terrible would it look if I'm also speaking poorly of someone that might have a leg up on me? It doesn't shine well. So it's the same thing from a culture perspective. I am the biggest advocate of Latinos having positions of power, both in the workplace, as well as like in philanthropic aspects of their lives. So for me, it's really important to not only empower it, but to also live it. You know, you have to kind of like standing your truth. So the challenges are definitely there, but I think it's important to kind of like stand in your own and be confident in who you are. And then that allows people to just feel comfortable because people don't know what they don't know. So if no one's ever met a Dominican girl, they're not, they don't know what to expect. It's it's something different. So. Yeah. 
Well, and what I loved about you immediately was this feeling that of you're really a master at trust-based influence. You immediately get this feeling of high integrity. You're a high value individual. And, and for me, I'm an Enneagram 8. You're an Enneagram 8. Let's go ahead and clear the table, right? <laughs> so um, we are very drawn to that loyalty piece, that integrity in human beings. And so I think that for me was, I felt so bonded to you and that I knew immediately that this is someone that I could trust was going to be a professional, was going to look at things, you know, very clearly and clearly communicate with me as well. And, and that to me is how respect is earned. It's how trust is earned. So, and we talk about this all the time and it's like, okay, well, let's go to war then. That's you and me. Um, and then- <laughs> And that's something that a mentor of mine, as I mentioned, like I've been very fortunate where I've had really great mentors, which have allowed me in turn to be able to mentor some really wonderful young ladies. And my mentor told me that no matter what happens in life, the one thing that no one can take away from you is your education and your integrity, no matter what. So he's like, no matter what happens in this world, you always have to stand with integrity. And that just has like always stuck with me. So I've always been a big advocate for higher education. I recently, about a year ago, last year, I got my master's degree. So I'm always like pushing people forward, you know, get a certificate, you know, just continue to learn because things are always changing. And and what was popular last year, whether it's like in our field of marketing and social media and, and PR may not be relevant this year. So it's really important to stay ahead of the curve, but education lives with you. So you never know what industry you might be able to apply what you're learning in. And then standing with integrity is just so important. People see that people value that. And you just feel like a good human. Like I can go to sleep at night knowing mm-hmm. that I haven't done anything intentionally to hurt somebody. And I think that's really important. Well, and it just speaks for the type of reputation that you're already known for in this community. And um, and I think too, opening doors, you said something to me the other day about speaking your name in rooms that you weren't in yet or positively. And um, my career was really built on that. The people that were saying my name in rooms that I wasn't invited in yet, and they were doing it in a way that was a testimonial to the work that they had experienced. And it just meant so much. And for me, when you receive that, the obligation to pass that forward, to continue to do that, to be committed to bring other people up is, I mean, it just speaks to the type of individual you are. Yeah. And I really meant that. I think that is one of the most powerful things that I learned when I was in undergrad was it's not what you know, it's who you know, because those are right. the people that you know are the individuals that are going to open those doors for you, that are going to put you in, in the spaces, as I mentioned, that that you're not in, um, mm-hmm. because anyone can smile in your face and say, oh, you're so great. But when there's an opportunity in a space that I may not be privy to for whatever reason, are you going to say my name if someone's looking for a mentor or if someone is looking for someone to give back to a charity or if someone's looking to hire, are you bringing up my name? And a lot of the opportunities I've had is because of past mentors and past um, incredible humans who have brought up my name and have mentioned me in the spaces that I haven't and in such a positive light. So I could only hope to do the same for those that, that I continue to help and to, and to mentor. But I think that, again, it goes back to integrity. When you have that integrity, people feel confident in mentioning your name because they know that you're not going to let them down. And I think that's a really big representation of yourself. 
I think it, it also is a really good example of we are not what we do. We are who we are, right? It's how we act. It's those small commitments to core values that we have to each other that really you could do any job, right? And it's like <laughs> it, it, those the same principles apply, but Okay. So I have not known you very long, but I already know that you wear like a ton of hats. It's absolutely yes, insane. And, but well, <laughs> well, I know a lot of people who wear a lot of hats. I'm like, bub, you should probably take some of those hats off like one at a time, <laughs> but like, you know, so you wear many hats, you're wearing them. Well, you're a mentor for others. Um, as a matter of fact, you mentor a member of my team, which we're so honored and so grateful for that. But how, Oh yeah. And I, on it, I feel like completely going to blossom under your mentorship as well. I think it's important for us to know too, that we are not the right mentor for everyone. And can I lead my team? Yes. But am I the appropriate mentor for everyone? No, but I am committed and willing to finding my people, the right mentors, right? Because they need that. It's really a village, but how important is having a mentor in someone's life in your opinion? For me, it's the number one thing that will propel somebody forward because you have, you know, you, you'll have your great base of like your family, your friends, those people that are really close to you. But what's really cool about a mentor is that it's someone who isn't afraid to tell you what it is straight, can provide you guidance and aspects that you didn't even realize. Um, I think a lot of times when people think of a mentor, they think it's like, this like samurai human who's going to like drop down like and give you all this like wise advice and that's it's not that you're not getting yeah it's not that you're not getting this like great advice but a mentor really is it's it's not a friend it's not a family member it's someone that can help guide you and kind of like allow you to to blossom into the person that you're becoming while also kind of saying hey, I noticed that this happened, you know, kind of like guide, almost like a guiding light. I would say it's like your North star. I have really great mentors, both professionally and personally. And I think it's important to differentiate the two. So Mm, I don't think that one mentor can do everything. Right. So it's important to find someone who aligns with your core values, someone that you hope to see yourself as in the future, whether it's on a professional level or a personal level, and then just be really transparent. Sometimes people just don't have the capacity to take on that type of role and that's okay. But but finding someone who has a capacity that you can, you know, reach out to very candidly and say, whether if it's in a professional aspect, I got this opportunity, these are the pros, these are the cons, what are your thoughts on it? They can give you a very like clear, unbiased opinion because they don't have any feelings towards it because it's not for them um, where you have feelings. Because I think like sometimes when we're debating things, we already know in which direction we're going in. So that mentor really kind of helps provide that unbiased outlook and allows you to, to see things from a different perspective. But I do think it's important to have someone professionally and personally as a mentor. I think it's such great advice and, you know, it can be very intimidating to ask for help, but that person that you're going to approach has needed help as well, has probably asked for mentorship. I'm going to be real. I need like a board of directors. (laughs) I have a mentor in the financial space, a mentor in the human resources space, my personal one, you know, someone that I consider the chairman of my board. (laughs) Honestly, I, I love a mentor that's younger than me too, because I feel like that is incredibly important. I've received mentorship from um, those in a younger ge- generation and just seeing things from their perspective, yeah. you know, and being willing to ask them for help because 
the reality is they know a different world than we do and mm-hmm. that I do. And, you know, I don't know. I, I'm finding myself knowing less about things that are more critical in a space. And I need to know that, right? It's my job to educate. So when there is a skill, a knowledge base that is missing, are you willing to ask anyone? Are you willing to do anything that it takes to get it? And I think that is kind of this like unique formula with mentorship. And it's beautiful. I mean, I, I, I love both of my mentors. I speak on a weekly basis to my like personal mentor. He's almost Mm -hmm. like a father figure to me. Um, just someone I like hold near and dear to my heart. But I mean, when anything happens, like when I had the speaking summit, I, I called him and I was like, you're never going to believe this. Like, I'm so excited, you know? And he was like, I'm so happy for you. Gave me some really great tips. So it's even something where like you go to share a win and they're even at that point, they're able to provide like just pivotal tips that you mm-hmm. didn't even realize you needed in that moment. Cause you're just like so excited and celebrated. They're like, that's so exciting. You know, let me give you a couple of tips that you can keep in mind when you go to do the speaking engagement. So I just think it's, it's a really interesting relationship that, that grows and evolves when you have a mentor. It, essentially they almost become part of your family. The longer yeah. the relationship goes. And I think it's really beautiful to see how it evolves. And I think going into it with an open mind is really important. Some of the best support I have gotten has been from people who are not related to me yeah, or are not friends that I grew up with or whatever. I think, especially I have found that I need the most mentorship when things are going well, Yeah, because sometimes I can be very alone in those moments. Mm -hmm. And, but my mentors have never failed me, right? They have always kind of gotten closer where sometimes success will make the people closest to you kind of yeah because people get intimidated they almost feel like uninvertedly and I don't think it's intentional but people sometimes mm-hmm. get intimidated and they feel like this is a threat for whatever reason or or it makes them feel insecure like why am I not at this point in my life if we came from the same from the same right. path mm-hmm. interesting so, yeah. okay I, I feel like we're going to table that conversation for lunch <laughs> <laughs> a whole nother. <laughs> so I know, and honestly, I feel like we could do a part two here, but I have one more question I want to really want to ask because it's so important. I think the re- advice we receive from our mentor shouldn't stop with us. It's this legacy that we continue to, to kind of like say on their behalf, but what is the best piece of advice that you, something that's really stuck with you that you've been told by a mentor? To be true to myself and always stand in my own light. And to remember that I'm always in competition with myself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's in, you know, professionally, when I go to apply for a promotion at work, as you know, I used to do pageants. So that was like a big one at that point in my life. It was always, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Are you better than yesterday's version? If the mm-hmm. answer is yes, then you are down the right track. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. It doesn't matter what any, where any of your friends stand. Are you doing better than you were yesterday? If the answer is yes great. Continue to do it. If the answer is no, what can you do today to make a positive impact so that tomorrow's you as proud? So just always keeping that in mind. That's really fantastic. They say that competition, you know, comparison is a killer, but, you know, especially to the creative process, but seeing that you're beating you, right? That's all you really have to focus on. They're just so, they're just too many damn people out there, Louisa. For me, (laughs) time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time for that, you know? And I think that that is advice we all need to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Stay in your light, but then also really know that it's you against you. Yeah, that's it. That's the only person, you against you, you against yesterday's version. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And I obviously love you. And I think that you are just, I am so excited to see what you do in our community here, the changes you make, the waves you make, the education you bring. I'm so proud of you already. I tell everybody I can about you because I feel like you're just a freaking rock star and super, super excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. All right. So I know you guys are going to have a lot of questions for Louisa. Like, how can I meet her? Where does she live? Where does she work now? Um, is she this awesome? Yes, she is. And she is phenomenally aesthetically beautiful as well, which is just ridiculous. Um, but, but please send questions for Louisa to us. Hello at francisroy.com. We will send them to her. We will share them. Of course, we're going to share all of her. She's a fantastic foodie on Instagram. She's got great yes. impeccable taste and style. So you're going to want to follow her as well. All the things will be back next. Oh, I'm sorry. Two Mondays from now with a brand new guest and some really great information. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Mm-hmm.